Hi, welcome to Back to One's podcast, the podcast for the actor, the filmmaker, and the creative. I'm your host, Julie Bruns. I'm an actor, director, producer, writer, and now podcaster. And I am sitting with Jeb Beach, who is a renowned Vancouver acting teacher, an actor. I'll let you introduce yourself. Oh, wow. That's quite, <laughs> renowned is a pretty strong uh, description. But yeah, I'm a Vancouver actor and teacher and uh, been um, active in the film and television community in Vancouver for a little over a decade now. And I uh, have a studio where I help actors do better on camera. <laughs> and I actually had one of my very first acting classes was with you. So I met you... It's got to be five years ago, yeah. six years ago, five years ago, because it was in the studio in yeah. which we are sitting right now. Yeah. Was mm. it? No, it was in that one. Well, no, but it was in the physical yeah. space. Yes. Yeah. You're right. No. And I came in and I sat in awkwardly down in the in the back and, and watched and was like, ooh, magic. Yeah. <laughs> and you delivered. Ooh, I'm getting there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I have always liked your classes and you have a very unique take on it. And you come from a business background. That's correct, yeah. Before I ever, if you had asked me when I was six years old what I was going to be when I grew up, it was an actor, you know? Uh, but the path from, I'm a kid growing up in Vancouver in my day, I'm in my mid 40s, so it's a little different. I think it's a little different today. The industry is a lot younger. It wasn't a realistic, there was no kind of real career path there at that point. So it was just a hobby. And, uh, and so then I went into business. My dad was a business guy. Every, all the males in my family, um, were, you know, business, businessmen. And so it was kind of in the, in the expected kind of, you know, trajectory of any, any, any young man in the, in the family. So I went and I took business and I went to BCIT and then I worked, I wore a suit and tie and I worked in office towers downtown for years. And, uh, and I got laid off in like the mid 2000s, early 2000s, maybe even late nineties. And uh, I remember this acting thing. I had some savings. I had some time off. And uh, there wasn't a lot of people hiring. So I decided to go start taking some acting classes and then never looked back. Yeah. Yeah. But I can still tell, like, the, the business brings that practical mindset, I think, to whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and acting, which is, like, a, such an art form, mm-hmm. um, it, I think it does benefit from a bit of that structure when you're training. Um, because, you know, your classes would always focus on, on who is... Who is the audience? Who's the client? And how are we adjusting, you know, our performances to suit whatever show we're on, the tone? Yeah, that's true. I think early when I got into act, into acting, yeah, I remember saying to myself, and not being aware, but I was like, oh, one day, because I didn't know acting well enough, but I remember saying one day, speaking acting and speaking business is going to work out mm-hmm. well. I didn't quite understand it. Maybe it's a little bit of a left brain, right brain thing. Maybe, you know, actors don't tend to kind of want to, don't tend to want to kind of like overly think about the kind of aspects of business and business people don't tend to want to think about creative and and so forth. And so being that person in the middle, I I always figured was going to, I didn't quite know how, but I figured it was going to work out. And then when I started to teach and I started to uh, seek to make my mark as an individual teacher within within our community, I figured that was kind of the unique perspective that I could bring was without forsaking the art, understanding how, where, when, how to be, uh, to adjust our artistic take on things in order to serve the business purpose that's driving the creation of this film and television production in the first place. And then, you know, I guess that was how I set off maybe five or six years ago and, um, it's been a real learning curve. I keep discovering it's a real rabbit hole, you know, but it's, yeah, that's, I would say that was, is the key 
uh, uh, unique perspective that I bring is how to how to kind of marry both. And I don't at all at all forsake being at all at all being a full developed continually developing artist. I just think that's a separate thing uh, than being a career driven actor uh, or a separate function of being a career-driven actor. They're both very important, but actors need to understand how to kind of bounce back and forth. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no, I mean, I definitely, I know the balance between that that work and, and art is, uh, it's difficult because I think at the beginning you have to focus on the art and connecting with the creative inside you and really forming a strong foundation because by the time you get to the business aspect, that's just being able to channel your art in different ways. And it works different... I mean, in different industries, I'm a writer when I'm not acting. And you have to learn how to write in order to be able to have a client that says, hey, I need this. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, you have the skills and you can go, I know exactly what you need. Because I've done that as an artist already and I've explored that and I can bring that. And I have absolute confidence in that. And it's the same thing, I think, with acting. You explore it yourself and you inhabit it and you feel confident in it. And when you have a client that says, I need this, audition comes through, you go, absolutely. Yeah, I always talk about, I couldn't agree with you more. And I always talk about um, how we got to be a master chef who's willing to make a ham sandwich on Wonder Bread today because that's what the kids are eating. And, and, that, and the fact that I'm making a ham sandwich on Wonder Bread today does not undermine the fact that I'm a master chef who could, you know, create a, a meal at a Michelin star restaurant. And I, I, I totally agree. What, I think what happens and what has happened historically with actors is we go into we go into the idea of of uh, training and developing fully, uh, getting into the history, getting into the craft, and, and getting deeply immersed in it. And it's an incredibly enriching and rewarding experience, and it sets us up with an artistic foundation for our lives. And then once we're trained and exp- trained over there. I think we've gone like so far down away from where you know economies and and, and business happens. We're so far away from it. We, we get into this. We can get into this weird disparity thing. Everything that's been valued or we've been taught to value so often, rightfully so, as developing artists, all of a sudden seems to have no merit or or value in the world of I'm going to hire you as this guest star on my hospital procedural. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and I think that can cause a real, real kind of a crisis, if you will, for for actors. And, and how to bring it back and understand, yeah, I'm a master chef, but this person isn't necessarily interested in the in the full gamut of my of what I can bring. What they need is this, and there's no there's no shame or uh, it doesn't undermine or sully the art. And I think a lot of actors, because they can spend so much time deeply investing and giving themselves into the development of craft over here, I think the, the ten years that we were talking about that that time period spending that kind of time filling out their instruments and seeing what it's all about I think that they can I think that they can bring a um, a, a learned biased judgment around making a ham sandwich on Wonder Bread and I think that can get in the way of career growth and so I'm I think that perspective has kind of evolved to me as I've gone along and I, and I never had it because I actually came at it the other way around I came at it from understanding the business, and I set that aside, and I was like, let's explore this playful thing I love to do as I was a kid, and I developed as an artist, and as that development of the artist kind of met with my business acumen, I guess, or business experience, the two have like led me down to this path. And I think, it's, I think that's the key. I think if you want to be a creative professional, there's two, there's two words there, creative and professional, you need to understand the game that's being played. You need to understand that it's about 
you know, if it's television, it's about creating a show that people will watch so you have a defined audience so that you know that people who watch this audience will be interested in these kinds of products so that advertisers will pay for it. The system's evolving as we get into streaming and so forth, but uh, that's the, that's, if you start to understand that that's the function of it, we're, we're here to engage people so we can broker out the attention of this audience to somebody who has a vested interest in, in, in sharing a message with them that's not related to my story, then we can start to, to uh, really appreciate, see, and fully artistically explore the business-defined parameters around our play space. Mm-hmm. And I think what is we're developing as actors in that like 10 years of artistic development, which again, I'm going to continue to repeat, I, it's absolutely vital and crucial. I don't think there's a shortcut for it. It's completely required. And I think it goes on forever. It's one of the great joys of acting. I think it continues to enrich. It continues to evolve as you yourself evolve as a person. Oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like that. You know, I mean, the, the professional is, is an adventure, but versatile. Yeah. Yeah. They've trained to the point where they can be completely flexible to in order to share that with whoever and, needs that. And they understand the needs of their client, the client being the, the network, the client being the advertiser who's paying the network. and so They understand those needs and they understand uh, and are willing to go and play in that space. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And the more we can get and balance those two off, I think the more and more we can so confidently step into our work. And mm-hmm. I don't think that has to exclusively be the actor's work. I think... But I, like the actor's work can be theater. The actor's work can be their own independent features and or independent pro, uh, projects. Um, but the uh, if we're looking to get hired by the industry, the better we understand what the game is that's being played, the more we can decide how we choose to interact with it personally. Maybe maybe there are things we personally don't feel like doing. They they for whatever reason, um, maybe we. Um, are passionately drawn to supporting some kind of story or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, the better we can understand where and how we want to play, the better we can have ownership of our own careers, you know? Absolutely. And, and I think if we understand that, this idea, and you and I have talked a lot about this, this idea that actors need to be getting getting uh, increasingly active in creating their own, creating their own material in, 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 in building up their own audiences so that they uh, can have ownership of, of where, when, and how they choose to act and what stories they want to put out there and how they themselves want to influence the, the masses out there, the better, um, the better that you understand how the game is presently being played, the more you empower yourself to, to play your own game. Mm-hmm. And Which, also, especially uh, with creating your own content, I think some of the greatest lessons I've learned as an actor have been while I haven't been an actor. It's been while I've hmm. been directing an actor going, I do this thing. And if I do this thing and I understand now how it looks from the other side, I can adjust that in myself. And whoever's directing me will be like, oh, this is refreshing. Or, or in casting, when I'm casting people and I can see people coming in the room, you know, sometimes people come in the room and, and the role reads the same because it feels obvious on the page. And it's that lesson about taking the risk and making the choice that's not obvious because you already know what's going to be coming into, into that performance if you don't make that choice. Totally. The, the better, and you're, I think you're talking, I think really simply you're talking about understanding how the whole system works so that you can function within the system comfortably. I think it's so, so, so key. And it's just called really being professional and understanding it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. For yes. the record, I'm on the I'm, I'm on the tail end of, of my first teaching stint of the year, and I've just done 27 hours of teaching in three days. So it's possible I'm a little less flowing and fluid with my thoughts. <laughs> you sound perfectly oh, rounded to me. Why, so thank you very much. I get it. it must be the acting. It must be. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I will lose my train of thought from time to time. But I was going to say uh, to your point of like learning learning about acting by being outside of acting. Without a doubt, I've learned more about acting since I came uh, began teaching it than I ever did when I was exclusively focused on learning it, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm always open to discovering more, um, more about how to approach something from some actor. You know, one of the things that'll come in is actors will come in very often into class and, you know, the, in an audition class and they'll start to pre ask me about, well, how should I do this? And so forth. And I'm, I will almost never, ever, ever answer that because I want to stay and remain open to the possibility to foster the possibility that just because I'm the teacher and I've been around, that doesn't mean that I have the best solution. I want you, maybe you're going to come up with some approach that I never would have thought of and, and, and reframe my way to my way to look at something. And I think that's the opportunities like that exist all over the place, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I think so many things that I teach along the way are things that I've watched other actors do and then they've caused me to kind of like explore things, uh, you know, further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I think that's a beautiful opportunity about acting is, is the fact that when you are that confident professional that we were talking about earlier, you can, it's an industry where no one knows what they really want until they're looking at it. So it gives you that opportunity to go, I know what you want that you don't know what you want. Hmm. Yeah. Which it comes with kind of a bit of a, a pleasure of, ha <laughs> I hold the secret. And, uh, and sometimes it doesn't necessarily have to be like I, that I know what you want. It's just this is where this lives for me and this is where it needs to come out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes where it lives for you, authentic and real and truthful, and that's where it lives for you is not at all what's going to work for the show and or for the, whatever the project is. And that's okay. Like, that's okay. We have to be in love with the idea of, like, getting it kind of, you know, right or trying to even figure out, to your point, that oftentimes casting producers, directors, whoever, don't actually know what they want until they see it. Um, I think that sets up the notion of even if you're going to endeavor to figure out what they want and, and mm-hmm. like, assume that they do, like, it's, it's not going to work, you know? No. Maybe better, maybe it's like, I know what you need. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, is an approach, but not, I'm not saying that that's the way that you're going with that. But no, um, yeah, I think that's. I think that this, you can walk in, have a unique take on things that seemingly breaks the rules or whatever, and it's exactly the right thing. Like mm-hmm. that will happen; it will take care of itself. You know? Yeah, and approaching it that way just gives you the confidence to take the risks that you need to take as a as an artist. Yeah, I think a, a part of I guess part of the. Um, the willingness to take those risks is to really, really embrace the mindset of uh, th- like those risks are the point. The booking is not the point. It's so easy to get like you know caught up in I need the booking, I need the gig, and so forth. If we haven't got an overall balanced life, or we're putting too much kind of sense of achievement or personal worth or anything like that into whether or not you book the job, um, I think you have to confidently, confidently find what you love about the character. Find what you love about the work, bring it in, and leave it there, and leave. And that's not an, it's easy, far easier said than done. But I think it's a really healthy perspective to have. And then every audition can can begin to just feel like an achievement. Did I walk in and do what I wanted to do? No. Why not? Well, because I was, 
nervous or I got involved in a conversation with somebody in the room and I, and I wasn't just, you know, I was not distracted. I didn't ask for the time I needed to breathe in the room or anything like that. But, you know, kind of your metric for success should really be, yeah, I did exactly what I needed to do or, or there's some learning lesson, some lesson learned and I'm going to refine my process as I go. The bookings have to take care of themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think when we have that perspective, I think that we can really begin to let go of uh, desperation, let go of need, and then uh, on, the, on, the, on the things we need to, need to let go of side, and on the other side, we can begin to um, take those risks and not even see them as risks, see them as, as exciting, joyous experiences in and of themselves, which I think is kind of the point. And I think it's always contagious and interesting, and we always want to find an excuse to work with people that are doing that, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I should wrap this up so you can get to your next teaching gig. Okay. (laughs) But thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and have a chat with me. My absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Awesome.